Tune for your head top, so watch how you speak on my name, you know? Hey, yo, we in here, episode two of the Underestimated Podcast. You already know what it is. It's Truman. It's Zay. Episode yeah. 102. Episode 102. <laughs> Why do they name one? numbers like that? I think Why it's because of the seat, like it's like a season, so if it's episode oh, okay. two of season one, they'll be like 102. Yeah, man, it's season one, baby. Season one. We're going we gonna to have a season... Have seasons? Yeah, we're going to have seasons. That's great. With a Z. With a Z on the end. But uh, if you listen to our first episode, we appreciate y'all for listening to that. Um, Just off the rip, um, we want to let you guys know, if you don't already, you can follow us on Twitter at Up and Underestimated or on Instagram at Up and Underestimated. Our personal um, Twitters and Instagrams are also on one of those platforms as well. It's somewhere you'll find it. We be right, tweeting it right. and retweeting it all the time. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you want to just get right into it or what? All right, we can get right into it. I mean, you know how I don't get my... <coughs> you <coughs> eat! Yeah, so I had to get that out. I had to get that out. Um, no, all right, so over the past week, um, me and Isaiah, we were discussing the topics that we wanted to talk about. And I think the biggest one we want to talk about was um, startups, but specifically black startups. And um, a lot of black startups, especially when they're started by young people, they like mm. tend to be way too romantic about the mm. about the profit before having like an emotional connection with the consumer or whoever it is they're trying to reach. Like, and yeah. I've always had an issue with that because. It's like, how can you overcharge for something that has no value to the consumer? Mm. So, like, it might be valuable to you, but, you know, it's not valuable to the consumer. Like, and I guess what bothers me about that is they'll, people will scream, oh, support black business. But Mm. at the same time, you're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not. You're not treating the consumer right. Like, right. This, the reason I say this is because I saw the other day on, I saw it on Twitter. It was, somebody was selling hoodies with, it was actually clever. Like, it said, it said, uh, I'm good, love, enjoy. Like, in a text <laughs> bubble. Yeah. In a text bubble. And they were selling, you know how much they were selling them for? 80. Just 99. <laughs> $99. Oh, bro. they wilding, bro. It's not even that. Now, it'd been different if they came from, like, Future or something. And mind you, like, I'm going to put y'all on game, not even going to front. Like, it takes, depending on what you do, especially since they screen printed those, probably, it might have cost them, I don't know. $4, $5 to print it. To now, print I don't know how much the hoodie probably was. Probably total but. per hoodie, no more than $20, depending on yeah, the hoodie. Yeah, no more, Max. 
And yeah. so, like, there's no emotional connection there at all. Like, you're just trying to get somebody to impulse buy because, because okay, so you're trying to get someone to impulse buy off of a trend. Exactly. So like I was just about to say, trend. so they're not going, those kind of companies, or I should say those type of startups that try to jock off of something else, they never make it. No. Because they always, they don't have their own idea that's unique. They're always jocking off of something. Oh, what's hot now? Like the whole thing when Black Panther came out. Yeah. And a whole bunch of people come out with Black Panther stuff. And they just making money for that quick buck at that time. Yeah. So they're in love with the money and not in love with their brand. And that's what, and sometimes people can be too much in love with their brand and think their brand is worth more than what it really is at the time. So that's what, I know you, that's what made you bring up the topic. Uh, in the first place because people can think, oh, they started this brand. They know that, oh, man, this is hot. Like, this is nice or whatever. But nobody knows who you are. You haven't built that name for yourself. Ralph Lauren right now can throw the ugliest T-shirt in the world, but they'll sell way more than you just because they're Ralph Lauren. And he has an emotional connection with his consumer. Exactly. So, I mean, and even, even even that, though, like, like the people who sell, like you see these on Instagram all the time, where they sell like the vintage Space Jam stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's really not a brand. It's more of them making quick money, right? Off of, off of nostalgia, which, which is underrated. Which you'll, this will come full circle soon. Trust me, we got some in the tuck. But anyway, mm, something in the uh, bag, boy. Me, me, me. I don't have my sound effects today, so yeah, sorry guys, that. sorry about that. Um, if you were looking forward to those, um, but it's just like if I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. So we were t- so what I like mm, a what you got bars, cotton mouth bars. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what I'm trying to say before I say it, because I wanted to come out good. But, like... No pressure, fam. No pressure. No pressure. Uh, I'm thinking... I'm just okay, thinking Okay, so that, we're talking about, okay, okay black yeah. startups, all that good stuff. So, or any startup in general, like, if you want something to be sustainable and you want, like, a brand, you have to build that brand up. So, for example, like... I'm going to bring it full circle. Like, I feel like those hoodies, they probably sold some, right? But probably. they could have sold more if they sold them for 30 or 35 Most definitely. And I feel like, because really at the end of the day, if you, they probably could have made more money if they sold them for 35 than it for ni- for $99. That's because true. you end up selling more, so you get more money. And people who want that, you got to think about who's buying it, too. Yeah. So you don't want to... I mean, who, who wants to pay $100 for a hoodie that they're probably only going to wear at the time that it's trendy? After yeah. it falls off, it's like, ah, why did I buy that hoodie for $100? Yeah. So you have to you have to be smart about that, too. So, you know, if we're not saying give out bad quality. And who knows? It probably, like you said, if, if it only cost him $20 to make that hoodie, oh, or that I, person to make been, that hoodie... It would have been mad high schoolers buying that. Right. And then, plus, obviously, I mean, I, I, I really doubt that that hoodie is high quality. 
I it, really I doubt got. it. It was probably like a your regular everyday like Gildan hoodie, the ones you can get like at Walmart. Oh yeah, that's. And they be overpriced at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> you right. You right. Yeah. You get a go get a a hundred percent cotton Gildan hoodie from Walmart for like twenty dollars. Hey man, we putting y'all on game today, man. We putting y'all on game. Well, and part and part of that too is like with this podcast i'm trying to add value so if there's somebody that's trying to start something for themselves like i'm just trying to put the game out there like and it's not like we have the whole game but we're experiencing it as we go and so it's basically like a real time it's like a real time i guess recording of what we're doing right now so just Mm -hmm. the things we're experiencing presently but back to like you know how i said like support black business. And so people think they can put whatever price on something and say support black business, but then get mad when black people don't support their business. And Mm. that also makes me mad because it's like, get rid of your entitlement. Yeah. Nobody has to support you as as the person selling or marketing or branding. It's your job to show them why they should be supporting you. Yeah. Nobody they think has just to, because of the color of their skin that people have like, to yeah. or they're oh, obligated to support you because I'm black, you black, my brother, help me out. Yeah. Nah, that's not how that works, man. You no. got to work for it just like everybody else. Yeah. And I mean, and I can have, you know, I can have empathy too. Like some people just feel like that's how it should be or whatever. Like, because you know how they say, like, black people will try to nickel and dime you and try to, like, you know, try to get a discount. But at the same time, you have to have empathy towards that, and you can't let that get to you. Just know that that sale is not going to be for you. Like, you got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Like, like just have empathy. Like, I understand why you might want to nickel and dime me. Don't take it personal. I feel like a lot of people, like, they try to sell too much with their emotions. Like, they're mm-hmm. being emotional about it instead of, Get out your feelings, boy. It's exactly. Just like that video. Man, if I had my air horn. <laughs> get out your feelings. Because, like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hinder you. It's going to mess you up over time. Yeah. So, but, yeah. I mean, so, go ahead. I mean, I was just saying um, that leads into building momentum. Mm, so, so when you have to move, basically, you're going to start out slow. Everybody starts off slow. That's why it's called a startup. You're not going to start off hot unless you have something that you're inheriting that 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 was already given to you. Yeah. Or um, if you just that, have a real dope idea, sometimes it goes. Exactly. Sometimes it does take off like that. But when that happens, how are you going to keep it going too? Yeah. So you want just because you had that one idea. I mean, nothing. Not a knock against. Uh, FUBU or anything, but at Ooh. one point in time, FUBU was really, really hot mm-hmm. at one point in time. And now, I wouldn't say people make fun of you wearing FUBU or anything, but it's just not as trendy as it was at one point in time. Yeah. What yeah. could he have done? And I respect him because he he's, he's a real hustler, the guy, that the founder of FUBU. Yeah. I mean, he used to put shirts on bodyguards in front of clubs just so people could see it. And be yeah. like, oh, hey, where you get that shirt from? Mm-hmm. And that was just a very smart idea how he came up with that. But that's things that you have to do when you first come up with a startup. You have to be 
unique in how to get your product out there. And but you get better over time, which is what I was leading to. Like when I work, people know I work uh, for insurance company. When I first worked there, yeah, I I was I was okay. I was doing all right. But now that I know how to talk to people, what that people actually need for mm-hmm. insurance, I show I sold what they need and not what I want them to have. Mm. And and so basically, that's what we have to do with our brand. We we want to show them what they need or what they what they want to have and not what we want them to have. Right. So it's we try to make it we, about the exactly. consumer and not about us. Exactly. You have to make it about them. And if you fall in love with the profit too early, yeah, and you can you can really you're run yourself losing. bankrupt. Yeah, you're losing. You run you're yourself bankrupt because you're spending money that you could be putting and invest on how to make your brand better. Yeah. So, uh, um, that what you said about Fubu though. I got a prediction. They coming, FUBU about to come for a reboot. Because back to what I said earlier, like, nostalgia mm-hmm. is super underrated. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know how, like, all Beyonce got to do is take a picture of a FUBU crop top. Like, oh, with yeah. her wearing a fu- and they can, and then they go capitalize on it and put it on the internet. FUBU right. back. Like, it's the same <laughs> right. thing. It's the same thing they're doing with Champion right now. Champion never left, but now it's starting to become like high. Starting to pick back up, yeah. It's becoming to start. Uh, it's be- starting to become like high end street fashion. Well, everything, everything always. Yeah, the hype beasts are taking over Champion. It was like because that and Fila. Oh yeah, Fila's yeah. Fila's coming back. Yeah, you're right. So Fubu I don't know about the back. shoes necessarily, but no. definitely the style. But I know that. Uh, that always happens. Though. It yeah. always happens where, like, the 90s look is kind of coming back now. Or it has been back, actually. You know, yeah. you had the whole, the 90s swag. Oh, you got that Aaliyah vibe or that. You know, like, I see women wearing the crop top with the baggy jeans. Mm-hmm. You know, with this with the snapback or the dad hat backwards. You know, and I, I see, you know, the tomboyish way that how it used to be in the 90s. Yeah. And you got dudes wearing Tims again. You know, like all the time like they used to back then so uh I, it always evolves i mean and 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 always it goes like it goes in a circle you know some things fall off forever like i don't think the jerry curls ever coming back but yeah you know it's some things that <laughs> <laughs> you know you know it's not a go, classic but, it's not a classic yeah. it's not classic. i don't think nobody's trying to mess up their couches no more no big <laughs> so glow built look at wipe your grease away <laughs> I need to know who said that. Somebody need to have a record deal saying that. When they hit that point. I bet we could Boy. Google it. We could we could Google it here in a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like Arsenio Hall that was singing it for. <laughs> they be wilding like that, bro. Like, yeah, I wouldn't they, be surprised. They had Eddie Murphy on that joint. Sing, I believe the children are future. Oh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> he likes to he likes to potty all the time. <laughs> party Boom. all the time. Party all the time. Hey, yeah, he had. Didn't did that record go like gold or something? It had to. I think Rick James was on that. Oh, he had a Rick James feature? That's I think, crazy. I, well, I don't think he was on it. I think he produced it or something. He was on a video, I'm pretty sure, though. 
Oh, okay. Uh, he probably had something to do with it. Yeah, him and Charlie Murphy! <laughs> him and him. <laughs> Both, whatever. Um, but, what yeah, to? like, back to the boat building momentum thing, like, just reiterating it pretty much, because to me, that was huge. Like, I was scrolling down our Instagram, just looking at mm-hmm. our videos. I saw that when I was, I got inspired. I was like, oh, we got to talk about that. But Oh, yeah. Just, like, how you just have to learn the game and, like, how it works and where you messed up and learn from your mistakes. And mm-hmm. so, like, me in particular, I like to make mistakes because yeah. then you don't ever have to make that mistake again. And so yeah. now we're that much better. It just makes you stronger every time. Yeah, if, like, if you learn if you learn from it. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're you smart enough it, to like, learn from it. Eventually, it's going to add up to to a win and then another win and then another win because you are keeping all this stuff in mind like as you go and so like we're we learn we're learning daily pretty much just kind of like how this goes and yeah actually matter of fact so you know i was selling gear for us this weekend and um i i took a l as far as this weekend not as much as i wanted to sell um, you know, for our company, but I also took a win because I got to connect with somebody. Oh, work. So yeah, yeah, got to connect actually overseas with somebody. Okay. So and it's like you think Tight. I could have took this whole weekend as if I'm wasting my time. It's not doing well. Yeah, I put myself down. I could have left and never got that connect. So mm-hmm. it's like when you, even though I took that L, I, I had a win out of it. You have to find your wins within your L sometimes. Mm, like, what did I do? <laughs> I'm saying though, you have to, man, because uh, it, and it, and it all comes with when I was talking about building momentum at the beginning. It also comes with confidence in yourself. Yeah, because if you lose confidence, it goes it goes with the energy of your brand. So you are bringing your own energy for your brand. You, it could be times where it's like, man, this guy really. He really has that energy. He really has that drive to get his company to the next level. Yeah. You know, so you hear about that all the time. Oh, that person had that drive. 50 mm. Cent had that drive. You know, P. Diddy had that drive when he came with Sean John. Like, that's, mm. he just, that dude predicted, he said he had a dream. I don't know if you saw that thing, but he said this man had a dream that when you, you waking up to bad boy music. Mm. You taking a shower, putting on, and after you got out the shower, you putting on some bad boy cologne. He had a dream. He said, then, "Yeah, this he is a, this is a dream." Yeah, that's crazy, right? And then this man said, "He said, then you looking in your closet, and you looking at all Shine Down suits and Shine Down uh, Perry, all in your closet, everything down. You Shine Down down. That's wild. And you walk up, you come back home next day, you do the same thing. And he's just saying, like he said, he dreamed that, and he's living that." You know, he yeah. got people that got that kind of stuff. So you have to have confidence in yourself that that's what you have to keep pushing your dream. Like a lot of times people push your dream down. People that surround you, they pushing your dream, they pushing your confidence down. Like, man, all right, man, I don't know, man. It might not work. You know, you got to push. It only you, you can only, you are the person that can go above the sky. So people say the sky's the limit. You're the only one. The sky is not the limit. You're the only one that can push yourself farther than anyone else can besides God. So yeah. you you're the only one that can do this. You have to believe in yourself, and confidence is key when it comes to anything in life. But for sure, when it comes with a startup, because you're gonna go through some rough times at first. So 
Yeah. And I say the biggest thing that I overcame was, like, being scared to, like, lose or fail. Because Mm -hmm. now I'm learning that, like, when you when you fail or or like take a L it's just like it's a learning experience because now you know okay boom 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 we got this in order so now yeah. when it, when it, you can only take so many L's until you learn the yeah. game you right then yeah. from there it's how can you lose you know what i'm saying so mm. mm-hmm. so yeah just yeah. In, invest that time man don't be don't be scared to get out there you gotta invest time, but you have you have to start. I mean, invest time and invest young, uh, which is why I think people should also invest their money smartly as well too. So, like, with I have an IRA, mm, and I think I my s- grandfather. I, s- I sent you into that segue, by the way. Airborne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, know what that is. So my. My grandfather, shout out to my, to Grampy. Um, he told me about an IRA, which we're probably about 21. I think I was 21 when he told me about it. And that's when I started, when I was 22. Mm-hmm. IRA basically is, uh, I got to put this. It's, it's a retirement fund that grows over time. Um, by using it in the um, what's the market? Uh, the stock market. Stock market. Yeah, the stock market. Mm, so you. using the stock market. So if you what's do it market? while you're young, <laughs> you could be a millionaire by the time you're 60, 65. Um, and that's putting as much as you can into it because it's a limit that you can put into it every year. I want to say. Uh, I don't even know how much it is, man. That's like I think it's a limit of like eleven hundred or eighteen hundred a month or something. It's something because it yeah. can grow pretty fast. But uh, you have to be disciplined early in life to do it because you're putting away money for the future, and you're thinking like I can have that money now. But if you put that money away and it grows to a million dollars without you actually having to save a million dollars, you've won. So, and you have to look at it that way. Is if when you turn 65, do you still want to be working or living off a social security check alone? No. So, I mean, you want to invest early. And also, you need to invest in life insurance as well because that's the only way. It was one point in time, they probably weren't writing life insurance for black people. And Probably. I'm just, I mean, that's that's just being real. You know, once upon a time in America, uh, it was segregated. <laughs> so yeah, I, believe it or not, we had no knowledge of of life insurance and the benefits that take care of that. You mm. can benefit your family in the future by having life insurance and leaving and keeping your family out of debt. And you have to be unselfish by that to do yeah. that too. Well, so you know you have to think about your grandkids and your future children, and all of that in order for that to happen. But I'm getting a little off topic. Back to the IRA. The IRA is something you have to take advantage of because it's like you're growing. Even though you get taxed, you get taxed by the money that it grows by. But still, that's money that you never had. 
You never had so, it anyway. Cause it was you never had it anyway. Exactly. Bad. So, exactly. So, um, man, it's just a really big investment, man. If you want to be a millionaire by the time you're 65, it's the way to do it. Start now. Start while you're young. It's really never too late to do it because at least you'll have more money than you would than you had before you started. Yeah. Uh, but if you start now, I mean, like me and Truman, 24, 25, man, you, if you start now, the IRA, and I put as little, you put as little as $50 a month, and it's better than nothing. So, yeah. Uh, and then also with, I had a, I have a, the life insurance, when I was talking about the life insurance, it's called a return or premium. You also can do life insurance where you can get every single dime that you put back. Hmm. That you put into your life insurance, you can get it every back after a certain amount of years. Oh yeah, so that's so something also you can in invest in. Certain amount, keep it in there for a right. certain amount. Yeah, yeah. So like a twenty-year term or something like that. Like if I want to cover myself for a hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and it costs eighty-eight dollars a month. Well, that eighty-eight dollars I put in the month, I'll get back at the end of the twenty years. If I decided I wanted to get it back at ten years, I only get half of what I put in. So you have to wait all the way to the end to do it. But it's also you're covered for $100,000 worth of life insurance as well. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's like your double cover is, you know, it's investing in yourself, to be honest. For sure. Uh, for sure. But that's just some some gems I'm trying to drop, man, that if you start early, it's, it's best. Because, you know, um, I mean, the longer you wait, the more expensive things get in life. So Yeah. I mean, just, I... I, I see I've seen like some people our age start to try to figure out like how to invest in stocks. Like I got a coworker mm-hmm. he invests in stocks and he has like tens of thousands of dollars just stashed. Like he let me see his bank account on his phone. I was um, like, what? Like under the bed? <laughs> no, like no, I just, just in his bank account, like in his savings. Yeah, yeah. Like hmm. tens of thousands. Yeah. Like he got money. And he yeah. and he don't be looking like it, but he got money because he invests in stocks, and he'll just like he has like a financial advisor and stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he'll just yeah. invest in something, and the then like, helps. then he'll pull it and then just put it in his savings and not touch it. I was like, dog, you out here living the life <laughs> for real, for real. Golly, yeah, man. But that's what uh, what's up with that? But I know we. A lot of these motivational videos that we put out here, like we said on the first podcast, it's not, we don't want it to seem like, I guess, this is what we're telling you to do. Go out here yeah. and do this. Nah, 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 man. I, we live in it. Like, we live in a life just like y'all, man. I feel like it's more, for me, it's more me talking to myself. Yeah. To be honest, it's me talking to myself. And so, mm-hmm. like, within my own thoughts, talking to myself, it's just like in hopes, like we post it pretty much in hopes of it adding value to somebody else. Exactly. So, yeah. Because this is these are things that I want to stick with myself. And I was like, shoot, why not record like this everyday thing? Well, not like every day, but, you know, it's kind of like a day to day process and just mm-hmm. say my thoughts when I have thoughts, you know. And so just in, in hopes that it'll catch on to somebody else. Yeah, so, I mean, well, I'll be thinking, I mean, I'll be going off rip. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be going off rip. Like, as soon as I pull up the phone, I'll just be talking, and then something just kind of come up to mind. I'll kind of have some idea, you know, what yeah. I want to talk about if something happened to me that day. But 
I just really just go off rip and I'm just like, man, whatever comes from the heart, hopefully it it, it hits somebody home. Like, wow, okay, so that yeah. person going through that too. Mm-hmm. Or maybe so, I can do it this way, you know. So yeah, for sure. So like, if you follow us on IG, you can leave, like leave a comment under the videos. Like we'll talk back. It's whatever. Like we want to get a conversation going. So it's that we trying to we want to definitely get like a community of just like transparency almost. So we not we not doing nothing out here to look cool or nothing because I'm not cool. So boom, <laughs> boy. I tweeted that. Hey, man, let me tell y'all. Hey, hey. Truman saying he not cool. He got a fresh cut right now. Hide your girl. Hide your girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hide your hey, girl. real talk though. <laughs> 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 hey, did you see my tweet earlier today? I was uh, like, I was like, me without a haircut equals me with a haircut greater than. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I then I said, I, I under it, I said, in other words, I woke up like this. <laughs> I was talking my talk. <laughs> I looked at a selfie of me with like no fade for like a month. It was a picture yeah. I took when I was going to my school's graduation. Uh, like, yeah, I look yeah, kind of yeah. rough, but I was like, I'm still handsome though. That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> oh Hide man! Your wife. Speaking your of girl. which, you you <laughs> led us into the segue. I see you working. You led us yeah, into man. the segue. Yeah, Go man. ahead, kick it off. Go ahead. Hey man. Hey man. What? <sighs> In these barbershops, man. I've been talking we, to my we homies. We into the fun talk now. Fun talk. You know what I'm saying? I've been talking to my homies, man, and uh, their barber's been very disrespectful to them. You know, they're okay. not on time with the Ooh. appointments. You know, they say they got five heads in front of them. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to trying to figure out how can you get the clout in a barbershop where, you know, you can hop a person in line like, oh, now I got to get my man over there or, you know, or you can, how can you get that respect Bro. from that barbershop, that barber so, at your barbershop? Honestly, it depends on the climate of the shop. Like, if it's one of those shops where, like, you got barbers that just kind of come in late, they, like, tell you they'll be there at some time, but they won't be there. I think it's a mixture of you got a tip, you got a tip, and you got to come with a good conversation. Mm. Like you. How much, be, though? How much you got a tip? A few dollars. That's a good I, tip. You know, you know, Negro's not tipping like that. Man, like I heard you like got a tip barber, They saying the five. Is I don't tip get five. You clout. I don't. I get, oh, is that is that what they saying? <laughs> that's, that's what they, they saying, saying on the saying streets. The, that's what they saying the on these streets. These streets. Oh, that's crazy. You got to tip five, man, in order to get the clout. Like when I when I do tip my barber, I tip like three dollars. But like he cool, but it's not even on that type of time at that bar shop. Not even on that type of time. I'm good, love, <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but good. you gotta come enjoy. in there with a tip, a good tip, because you know if if they know they're gonna get some good money from you, they're gonna treat you right at least a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be like, hey, they're gonna be a little yeah, friendly. True. And you, yeah. Or you just got to come with a good conversation, like come with the good sports opinions. You know what I'm saying? You got to have some jokes in the tuck. Like at my barbershop, it's this dude, he'll walk in and not even want a haircut. He'll just come in like and start roasting on the barbers. Like he'll just come in there to say what's up, but then just start roasting. He'll be in there for like 15 minutes just roasting. Like this dude... <laughs> He probably, like, mid-30s. He got a wife. Like, he married. But he'll, like, just be driving by maybe from work. And he'll just yeah. pop in and be like, 
<laughs> like he was talking about how my barber dark skin and stuff. Talking about how he uh, like, oh, you, your beard look a little uh, a little shaky over there. <laughs> like just stuff like shaky. that. So you got to come in there with the like they got to know who you are. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel yeah. like. You got to get that cloud up. Oh shoot! I had a little clout because they do uh, playing high school ball and all. Yeah. So be like, oh, we saw you the other day, man. You did good in that game. You know, so I had like, and it's it's different when you're young too, and you're growing up. Yeah. They don't really disrespect you. Like, let me take care of my boy right here, man. It ain't gonna take too long. You know, they'll they'll give you they'll give you love then. But as a grown man, I heard it's hard out here for these barbers. Man, man. that's crazy. See, that's why I cut my own hair. But see, okay, so at my shop. My barber is like the owner of the shop, mm-hmm. and so he's probably I'm not gonna he probably not a day over thirty three, so he real really? cool. So like, and he about his he about oh you yawning this that's crazy. He about he's <laughs> yeah, about business. <laughs> he's about business. So like when you first meet him, he like yo look, like before you come up here, just call, and like I'll tell <laughs> okay. you if I'm here or not. Like, yeah. he was like, oh, you got the shot? He's like, yeah, I'm here. Then tell me on the way. And, like, he might ask you how long it's going to take you to get there, depending on when he was planning to leave, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but okay, he's okay, like, okay. he's like, when you get here, whoever is here in front of you, is that's who's in front of you. Like, I don't do none of that. I'm going to be there at this time. But no. It's, oh, okay. You get there, he don't do appointments. So, no, he obviously. don't do appointments. Like, he'll do appointments. Like, he'll be like. Like if you ask him what time you'll, what time he gonna be at the shop, he might say eight a.m. But all right, I'll be there around nine. He'll be like, cool. But when you get there at nine, if it's somebody in front of you, you gotta wait. Yeah. So he doesn't he doesn't do slots. He just does first come first serve. Mm. Well, here in Shreveport, they've been changing it, man. It's kind of hard to find a barber that doesn't do appointments. But it'd be wild because, like, uh, you'll show up. Uh, like I think James was talking about this. Uh, shout out to James. Me, me, me. But you, you, uh, you'll show up at the barbershop, and he'd be like, oh, "I got five heads in front of you," mm-hmm. but he don't see nobody in the barbershop. He'd be like, "Where they at?" <laughs> like he like, well, you know, they appointments. Like that's why. Like he'd be like, "You can't cut me before they come." He late, obviously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and Donnie had a situation like that too. He showed up at seven thirty. A dude had an appointment at eight, and he was like, "You can't, can't just cut me. You can't cut my hair in thirty minutes." Yeah, like what's up with that? So he was like, "How can you get the respect, you know, That's from tough, those barbers?" Man. Like, yeah, it's real tough, and it's like, it's like they don't want the money. You gotta have. But like, how you not want that money? You gotta have leverage, I guess. Somehow, you gotta have some kind of leverage. So. Which the first, the first thing because of mine is money. Like, if you can tip them well, yeah, they'll find a way. But yeah, and I feel like you will get tipped if you push somebody ahead of somebody. If they late, I feel like you like, all right, he fit me in this slot. But it's just like, I don't know. It's like, I thought, you know, bar- barbers, I always saw barbers as natural hustlers. Like, they yeah. constantly hustling. But it's like, dang, they don't want the money. Some, <laughs> some like, of them be tripping, bro. Like, hey. I had a homeboy who had to switch barbers. Now he get his hair cut by a black lady. And she be having him crispy... Hey, hey, Dog. bro, don't sleep on the women, yeah. though. He hey, be, they take their time, too. Except for the white Ooh. girls at sports clips. Don't go in there. <laughs> bro, I <What>? had... <laughs> Dog, in college, I had teammates who used to get their hair cut at sports clips. 
and their head used to be all the way jacked up. I'm like, bro, Ooh. what white girl did you mm. cut your hair? Oh man, because they be they be, they go to some to like a female, like a white chick, talking about they mm-hmm. want to fade. Don't do that. Don't mm. do that. Luckily, we ended up having a teammate. We had two. We had two guys on the baseball team who who cut hair. One of them got his own barbershop now. In, uh, yeah. I think it's in Austin. Shout out to uh, Two Blessed Barbershop. You know what I mean? It's crazy out here. <laughs> okay. My okay. boy Maldi. Shout out. <laughs> I think uh, what's crazy about barbershops that I miss the most has to be the conversation. Oh, yeah, bro. Because it used to be so lit in there when I was young, bro. Like, I remember, uh, I don't know if you know what Trey Song's mama looks like, but she looks very young and she's aged very well. I have not. Uh, I don't know what she looks like. She's a very pretty, pretty woman. And uh, I remember in the barbershop, it was a lady that dropped off of the sun. Where? She was just kind of sitting in there and she was like, uh, how long is it going to be for the, you know, for my son to get in the chair? It was like, oh, probably like, you know, next 30 minutes or so. And so she was like, okay. And then she's like, well, I need to run to the store. Is it okay? If I... And they was like, yeah, yeah, we got you. We got you. So as soon as she left, Oh, we watch that walk out the door. Oh, do watch walk out the door. They're like, man, did y'all see Trey Song Mama at the BET Awards? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that lady just reminded me about her. Sorry, son. Bro. <laughs> I was like, whoa, y'all wild. <laughs> no, so, now for real, like, dudes get real respectful when, like, somebody mama come in there. They do. But, Any woman that's in there, they be real respectful. But, uh-huh. but here comes another question. <laughs> Is it okay to bring your girl in the barbershop with you? Mm, nah, I was no, talking about my homies about not this. If, not, not, if, not if she fine. They say it right. No, no, especially not that. No, especially if she fine. Yeah. No, she gonna get talked about as soon as she leave that door. Yeah. As soon as you be in the chair, she be like, "All right, I'll be right back, baby." You know, they be like, "All right, boy, I see you. Okay, what you been doing?" They yeah, be talking no. all that wooty woot. Yeah, ain't they ain't the right thing to do. Nope. For sure. <laughs> Do not bring your girl to the barbershop, fam. Like, but, like, the whole... And it's nothing against... Uh, nothing against women at all. We love women. Uh, I think the barbershop... <laughs> we, we, we do. We love women. We love, we love y'all. Hi, ladies. We love y'all ladies. Uh, I think the barbershop is so... I guess masculine that we like to talk about stuff that, that you really don't can't talk, talk about, about around women. Around women, yeah. So, I think when... Oh, if a mom or... A girl or somebody sitting in the shop, it kind of throws the vibe off because they try to be, yeah, you know, they were real quiet. They'll cut up the radio more, mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to talk like how they normally talk, you know, about sports or whatever, whatnot. So, I, I think it kind of does throw the vibe off. Uh, but why is it always that dude that's in the barbershop that never go home? Like, he's there oh, all it's always one day, dude, it's always one dude. Bro. He at the shop all day. Never go. The said the one of, not Cedric. Uh, what's that guy that used to play them chess in the background? He even oh, be a real uh, old head. Check your friend. Yeah, Fred. Be a- <laughs> <laughs> he was always playing checkers. Check your friend, boy. Yeah, man, it really be a real old head or be like a young dude that ain't got no job. Yeah, and always be in there trying to the hustle shop. and always yeah. trying to hustle people that come through the door. I mm-hmm. never got there. Never got that enough. Bro, one nah. time it'd be like it'd be like people like selling food, like homemade food. They just come through. Oh, like it's usually a lady too. She come in there, oh I got a uh, fried catfish, blah, blah, what y'all need. Like, that thing be good though. <laughs> them plates, yeah. them seven dollar <laughs> plates. Seven dollars, baby. That'd be eight dollars. 
That's what Elijah was doing, right? At Grammy. Except it was. Like uh, he was doing a. Uh, yeah, he had strawberry. Uh, strawberry line. Uh, but yeah, man, it's all cool in there. Uh, speaking of conversations, should Drake respond? It's to too late now, bro. It's too late. Well, yeah, it's too late. And Jay Prince has spoken. Well, yeah. Well, look, it's too late for him to respond. But if he responds, we're going to listen to that one. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're still going to listen. You responded, fam. Yeah. Well, yeah. apparently, I saw something on Twitter last night where it was like, mm-hmm. apparently Drake had recorded a diss track that was supposedly going to end Pusha T's career. And Kanye's. Yeah, and and Jay Prince was like, nah, don't do that. And then so then he said what he said on the radio and whatnot. And so now apparently... What do you say? Pigs? Pigs don't... No, wait. Something about pigs. You don't mess with pigs in the pig pen or something? And then then there's a certain way you handle pigs or something like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, is he calling Pusha T a pig? I don't know. I guess. I think it was just a... I guess an analogy he's trying they I, I don't know if you don't Pig know who Jay slaughtered. y'all might not yeah, yeah right mm. you, you might not know well huh before I get into that so they said Drake had a response that was gonna kill Pusha T kill Kanye but they also were saying that like that it was gonna be like off of it's more than beef now like it's like just straight disrespect yeah. Like they, they were saying it was getting past hip hop. Like it wasn't going to be like, like, you know, and we can say, I mean, the Tupac and Biggie, Biggie uh, beef was very disrespectful. I mean, he said he, he banged his old lady. Yeah. You know, and his beef. And so was the, got, the Nas and Jay Z beef. Yeah. The not Jay Z said about, about Nas, you know. Leaving the. Leaving, yeah, leaving. That was disrespectful. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Like stuff like that is wild. I mean, we know Pusha T was talking about his producer saying he's sick and you know how much time he got left. Like that, that was even though that bar was hard. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, I think man, if you don't know who Jay Prince is, he's like an OG. (sighs) Just he's an OG in Houston. Yeah, man. And it, it explains it very well. So, Jay Prince is from Houston. He started up, uh, was it Rap-A-Lot? Yeah, Rap-A-Lot. Uh, Rap-A-Lot uh, Records. Records uh, with Scarface. And, uh, you know, Scarface is on that. Um, mm. With their records before then. Um, but, Jay Prince, man, they say he's a, you know, he was like the the death row before death row, kind of. That's what some people say about it. Mm. Um he basically bullied people into contracts. Um, you know, they say stuff. They, it's a lot of stories out there, man. You know, they yeah. had one time he had an artist who wouldn't sign a contract and they uh, was throwing bricks through a guy's window while he was sleeping in bed with his wife. So, you know, and tearing up stuff. And then, you know, it's, it's a lot of stuff that, you know, they did. So he's a very feared man in hip hop. And uh, so when he spoke, it was like, oh, okay, it got real. So, like, you know, everybody, he's like almost the godfather of hip-hop <laughs> when you think about it. So uh, they were like, uh, 
they gonna chill because if Jay Prince spoke, you know, and Jay Prince, if you don't know, Jay Prince's son found Drake, so he didn't hmm. want like Joe Button said. Who backs you? <laughs> right, <laughs> like Joe Button said, Jay Prince didn't want that money messing up. That's what that was. Yeah. So he was like, "Nah, you gonna stop this now? We cutting off this beef right now." So, uh, I think that's. I don't think he should respond. Well, I mean, he should have at that he point. He should in respond time. for the fans because we. He should we respond want, for the fans, beef, but. But if 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 Jay Prince spoke and that's his dude, he probably don't need to respond. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to be in fear for Drake. Man, <laughs> like I thought so, it was funny. Uh, uh, <laughs> Joe Butter, he said he was like Google Jay Prince. And then yeah. Parks is like, I'm scared to even Google him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to even Google him. Yeah, like, man. man. That's he, crazy. When you met, I feel like they could probably make a movie off that, man, bro. Because it's a lot of stuff, man. It, you hear about stories. Like, even when people say in interviews, you never hear nobody say anything bad about Jay Prince. Yeah. They just be like, yeah, man, he, you know, he just, he did that and he did this. All right. <laughs> yeah, but like, like okay. it, you know. the thing I have with that whole thing, though, like I was kind of mad. I wasn't mad, but it was kind of annoying that he like stepped in because it's like, hmm. like it's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like people, people yeah. beef. Like it's a battle. Like when you get in, when you get like when you, those dudes who do the battle raps, like nothing, nothing is off limits. Like it's a battle. Yeah. And, like I guess it's different because there is more money involved in like rap, like the music, like rap. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. more money involved in the rap game when you got record deals and stuff. But it's just like at the end of the day, at its core, it's hip hop. Like, why are you getting in the way? I think it probably was. I think if Jay Prince is smart for stepping in for his own behalf. Yeah, because I think he didn't want to take away Drake's image mm-hmm. with this next beef because it might ruin his image a little bit. Well, but not saying that because Drake is going to sell records no matter what. He's Drake. Yeah, it doesn't matter what he comes out with if he come out with something or not. I think it was his image and how it was getting. Well, maybe he, he they didn't want to get it deeper to where we're going back to them times where it was like. Yes. Here, you know, here. if I see you in these streets, you're going to get shot down. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> I think he was usually, trying to keep it from If it goes there. past hip-hop, it usually goes to the streets. But, like, it does. here's my thing, though. Like, like you said, I feel like it might validate Jay Prince did that for his, for himself. Because why would Push take it there if he wasn't ready for Drake to take it there with him? That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, Push, Push was like, I want to see what it's like when you get angry. Like, I think mm-hmm. Push wanted him to come back. Oh yeah, he did. I push. I think he had this he all was lined up. Like he was like ready he's for like all that to be aired. He's out. like I'm. I'm. What you gonna do? He's like Drake gonna get these soft bars, <laughs> and I'm gonna come back hard. Yeah, and then he gonna come back hard. But I got something even better. I think because I think Push was ready for everything to be aired out. Like, oh yeah, most definitely. Because he know he know when I mean because he in went the beef, straight to the personal attacks. Like, yeah, in the beef, you want to try to beat the dirty laundry. You want to try to air out the dirty laundry before your opponent does. Yeah, that way you could do it in your smooth way. Mm-hmm. 
And then they was just like, all right, well, Drake already said that. <laughs> what if, bro, what if Drake just came out and Eminem'd him and just made a diss track against himself? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I was out yeah. here. Uh, <laughs> my boy Future is an Uncle Tom. <laughs> yeah. I do got a dumb friend named Cheddar Bob who shoots himself in the leg <laughs> with his own gun. With his own gun. <laughs> I did get jumped by all six, six of you chumps. chumps. <laughs> That's funny, dog. One pop, two pop, three pop, four. Yeah, man. That's what they were saying. Somebody had put up a meme about that. Like, Drake about to come out here like eight mile. (laughs) (laughs) They had nothing else on me, sir. There it is. They put put Drake face over uh, Eminem face with the beanie. (laughs) 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 That was funny, bro. Oh, man. But no, I think uh, Drake... Is being selfish right now uh, to the world. Uh, He's being just as selfish as a person who farts in a closed room. What a segue, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) I did not see that coming. (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, I think it's very disrespectful to fart. Very selfish in a closed room. To fart in a closed room. What what is what is considered a closed room? So meaning, let's say, hmm, what was a good because it could be time. a big room with a door, but it's not that bad because you can go somewhere else, like on the other side of the room, and you straight. I think it's very. For instance, it would be very selfish of me if me and you were sitting in the same room doing a podcast. And for me to just fart across from you. Mm. That's selfish. That's very selfish. Because it stinks? <laughs> just selfish because I let it go and I didn't hey. even, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just farting in the same environment of, like, we're trying to get something done here. Hey, you fart. Look, like, you wrong for that. If bro. I got to let it rip, I'm going to let it rip. You feel? <laughs> like, it's very selfish. The only time I don't let it rip is, like, on first dates. Other than that, <laughs> it's going down. Like oh, job. man. How long did it take me to fart in front of my girl? When is an appropriate time to fart in front of your girl? We need to ask our listeners. Dang. I feel like this is... Okay. When is an appropriate to, time to fart do, in do we, front of... Do we want to do a survey? Yeah, we need to do a survey. Yeah, we need to do a survey. When is the appropriate time to fart in front of your significant other? So hmm. I guess when is not appropriate time. Let's how you reckon. When is how wait, long should you be dating? Wait, how long should you wait until you fart? Until you fart. Hmm. In front of your significant other. I know some. I know some people that never farted in front of their their uh, significant other. Never. I have hmm. a sister in law. She said she's never farted. In front of her husband. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah, that's super crazy. Like I gotta let it so go. She I just she just in here hold. She's like holding gas and then going. Look I know it gotta be times when she's out like, here feeling like I hope Mrs. it come Puff. out silent. Come out silent, please. Come out silent. Like <laughs> those be the worst ones, bro. <laughs> oh, the loose booty ones. Oh, the loose booty farts. Boy, the loose booty farts be the most stank. You know how yeah. sometimes when you try to let, <laughs> you know how sometimes when you try to let it out in a stream, but it feel like it all just come out at once, but it's quiet. Oh, it's yes. like a. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Booty like a wide open, just. <laughs> it's like a. 
So, <laughs> did you know that if you, you know that if you shave your butt, like if you shave your booty <laughs> crack, <laughs> if you shave um, your, <laughs> I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> if you shave, if you shave your booty crack, <laughs> that it's impossible to do a silent fart because it's skin <laughs> on skin. So oh my like, god! If you shave it up, it, <laughs> get up in there, like bro, it's gonna. <laughs> Like the hair is what makes it silent. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you know? Where did you learn this? <laughs> I read it somewhere. I think I saw it on. I think I saw. It, <laughs> I think I saw it on Uber Facts. That's funny. Bro. Oh, right, we got a. We got a. Uh, we have a uh, title, a, like an episode title, somewhere in that conversation. Just yeah, now. man. Either loose booty or loose booty. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said loose booty in that somewhere. You definitely did uh, say loose booty. Uh, <laughs> it could. Hey, the title could be. <laughs> 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 oh, that's wild. Man. All right, man. I think guys, you're selfish if you fart in a closed room. That's that's all I have to say about that. But no, we definitely uh, gonna put that on Instagram. Like real talk. Closed room farts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would it be um, better strategic marketing if we do it like a couple of days after the podcast or just do it before? <laughs> like after we put it out or just do it before? Like the the title? Are you talking No, about I'm that? talking about like the survey to say like is when is it okay to fart in front of Yeah, you? Like we got yeah, a couple of days after. Okay. So I think it's strategic. Strategic yeah. marketing, cool. Most definitely. Bad. Um yeah, man. man, I think we finished the docket. Yeah, that's it. That's I think the else. docket is complete. Yeah, man. Nothing else. Uh, shout out to all the listeners out there. We are on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yeah. Um, iTunes usually take a day after. Um, yeah. I don't know. Guys, blame it on Apple. It's not us. Um, um, it doesn't take a day after. It sometimes takes a couple hours. Like, I think now it should be almost instant. Um, like I might post it on SoundCloud and it'll be on Apple like ten minutes later now. But before it like took a little while because like it was brand new on iTunes, so it takes a second. Oh, okay. Yeah, so okay. it should be straight now. But Okay, well, you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Truman is being lazy and still have not put anything on bro, Google Play. It'll, it'll get there. So it'll get there. Uh, you Android users can use SoundCloud for now. If you guys complain, uh, if you complain, it'll happen faster. Push, push your complaints towards Truman, and maybe he he will get it done. Maybe, um, yeah. But he's trash, obviously. Low key, I'm low key trash. <laughs> I really am low key trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, so guys, remember we're gonna put a survey out. Uh, so you but when you see the survey, you'll have already heard this. Yes. This podcast. So make sure you go um, look for that survey. Be on the lookout on our IG story and be be sure to answer that question for us. Um, put on IG. We might even put a vote um, on Twitter. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can do that. That's crazy. Yeah, so uh, we'll put it on Twitter and IG. Um, IG story, you said? Yeah, IG story. Okay, we'll put an IG store. Oh, yeah, it is yeah, an IG yeah. store. So. Um, so, check us out there. Yeah, um, but yeah, so I should have said this at the beginning, but while you listen, man, just tweet us or um, 
Instagram us. Like, we'll always put a post on Instagram that we got a new episode out. You can comment on that post while you're listening. Just let us know you're listening. Um, yeah. You can tweet us at Up and Underestimated, or um, you can tweet us directly. Mine is at True Schemes. It's T-R-U, Schemes. If you don't know how to spell schemes, Google it. And then you can tweet Isaiah at <laughs> I, I say yeah. Yeah. I say yeah. But it's I S A Y Y E U H. I say yeah. And that's yeah. Twitter. I say yeah. And um, tweet us like topics too. So if yeah. y'all want to hear us talk about something, um, do not hesitate. Um, talk about topics. Oh, I had a topic. I don't want, maybe I should save it for next time. Just save it for I next time. We're going to be done. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is UE. UE! Yeah, mindset. Mindset. We out. Feel it. Yeah, yeah.